Hi. I'm Belinda. Welcome back to another podcast. Last week we spoke about accessibility. We had from TFL, the Southern Museum, accessible and household inclusion. And I want it right where want to hear you this conversation. And this month we call out the Gatwick Airport. About accessible travel. And we chatted nationwide about making banking accessible and staying safe online. And you being this now, you ain't on the other from out there to be in your vicinity. And what you could get up to at Jump Inspection. When you think of the airport, it's chaos for most of us and probably not the thing that you look forward to when you go on holiday. What are the sort of things that you look forward to at the airport, Quinda? Well, what are you expecting? Yeah, I am. This is me. And also, it will be accessible. And just have a Gating through the airport and Encounter, Bethany, Thorny, disabled people. We got here, I don't know, here is the accessibility manager for the Atwood Airport. We asked the first question about accessibility. Welcome, Anna. Hi. The first question we're going to ask is, can you tell us about what you use for the Gatwick Airport? Yeah, so I'm London Gatwick's Accessibility Manager. Um, so I look after our accessibility strategy and everything we do to improve the experiences of disabled passengers travelling through the airport. Are there any special assistance available for passengers at the Gatwick Airport? Special assistance is available for free to any passenger who needs it traveling through London Gatwick. You can book this service in advance uh, with your airline who lets us know your assistance needs so that we can assist you as quickly as possible on the day. Um, But if for whatever reason you've not been able to book assistance, let's say you go on holiday and and you have an injury uh, while you're away, um, you can still approach any of our assistance desks or help points and we'll be able to assist you as soon as we can. Uh, Assistance can help you with your full journey through the airport or just specific points if that's what you require. So lots of our passengers um, just need help getting to the gate but get themselves through security fine or some just need assistance in security. So we can completely tailor that how much of the journey we assist you on based on your needs. And then for I and some people might bundle from one time of the airport to the other. How does the Atwick Airport help with this? So our assistance teams can escort passengers through the airport journey or give any directions you need to help you find your way. So lots of passengers maybe have a disability, which means they struggle to find their way around the airport, get that sort of support from the assistance service. Um, But we've also put a lot of effort into our wayfinding and signage here to make it high contrast, to make it easy to understand, easy to see from wherever you're stood in the airport. So hopefully, with many passengers, that should be enough. But if not, the assistance service can help you with your journey in that way. 
didn't provide any information in 2015 about the way they or bail. So we just updated the web pages uh, about special assistance on our website uh, to make it as easy to follow as possible um, and to provide as much information about your assisted journey as you need. However, our customer services team are also available if you have any additional questions or if you need something in a different way or a different format, we can also help there. Next year, we'll also be adding even more content to the website, looking at easy read content, journey planners, and also information in British Sign Language for our passengers. If someone is feeling unwell, what should they do on a dark space and out with medical emergency or medical health for you? How much training do they have? So we've got staff available 24-7 to help passengers in an emergency like this, and they're all first aid trained. If you're ever having a difficulty like this, you can approach any member of staff or find any phone on the wall in the airport where we'll have an emergency number listed, and we can get our team out to you as soon as possible to help with uh, any first aid or, or medical emergency or anything like that that you require. So our security team go through loads of training on how they can support disabled passengers through the security process, especially where they may have particular needs, say wheelchair users or people with prosthetic limbs um, or medical equipment, pacemakers, insulin pumps, all of that sort of thing. Uh, passengers with equipment like this can use our assistance in family lane when it's open, regardless of whether you're using special assistance, and that can help people feel a little bit more comfortable that you know the officers there expect that they're going to see this type of equipment and know exactly what to do. But any security officer working in the, the passenger search areas will know how to help and will know how to how to search and screen passengers with disabilities and equipment like this. Just let any security officer know as soon as you empty your bags into the trays or approach the metal detector what your needs are and, and what issues you might have and then we can support you there. Are there any checking for so some of our larger airlines do have dedicated desks and queues for assisted passengers. Uh, where that isn't available or you need some additional help through check-in, our special assistance team can also help passengers with the check-in process as well. And finally, what This year we launched our accessibility strategy and that's looking at how we'll improve the experiences of disabled passengers travelling through London Gatwick. We've got loads upcoming next year. You'll be seeing new website content, helping passengers plan their accessible journey, upgrades to some of our accessible facilities and all of the seating around the airport, um, and a whole lot more. Um, so really keep your eye on how Gatwick is getting more accessible to come. So you can find any information about your journey or the airport on Gatwick Airport's website. That's gatwickairport.com. Right. Thank you, Ida. I thank you for joining. Um, That's right. Great to speak to you. Yeah, I was talking to you in the build-up. Great, all right. Good to speak to you. Bye. Bye. Now I need to tell what you mean. We reached out to Wilson James, who's the guy, the teacher, for the mini-teacher at the Atway Airport. And they will follow up. So we always done in people may ask, can you take them all banking? 
Okay, so we are talking to Catherine from the nationwide. It is Matthew England. Hi, Angie. Hi, everybody. My name is Catherine Townsend, and I'm head of customer accessibility at Nationwide Building Society. I also have another role as well, and I'm the government's disability and access ambassador for the banking sector, which means I have a three-year voluntary role to talk about important accessibility issues on behalf of the whole industry and try and drive positive change. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and what is Nationwide means? Sure. So my role at Nationwide is Head of Customer Accessibility. Um, Nationwide is the world's largest building society. So we're a bit like a bank, which means that we offer current accounts, credit cards, loans, that sort of thing to help people with their finances. But the difference is that we don't have shareholders. So we don't have to pay our profits to shareholders. We invest those profits back into the society and for our customers. My job is to think about what are the needs of customers with accessibility needs, with cognitive difference, those people who are neurodivergent, um, and how can we make banking more accessible for people with different needs, recognising that everybody is different and, and sometimes people need different things from their, their banks and building societies. Thank you. How does Nation where we sure that its online banking platform apps and design are accessible and, and, and user-friendly to those with a disability? That's a really great question and it's something that I don't think is ever finished. I think we're always on a journey to con- continually review our services. And I'm really pleased you've mentioned there the digital services as well as helplines like like telephony. But we also offer our live chat service. So for people who want to or need to talk to a colleague, an agent through and messaging through text-based comms online or an app, we can do that. And of course, branches. So branches are really important to nationwide. And we've got over 600 branches across the UK to make sure that we can offer face-to-face support as well for people who want to see us in branch. So to the to the point around how do we make sure it's accessible, we would do this by doing really detailed user insights and research to talk to people with different needs. We would conduct um, surveys to explore what it is that people need from their, their banks, building societies, or for nationwide specifically, and also maybe where things aren't going well. So exploring with people, how could we improve um, and make things better? We also would ensure that we work with different user groups to do testing. So if we're going to launch a new service, let's say we're going to put something into the app, the banking app, then we would make sure that we engage with different users, including disabled people, 
to get some feedback and make sure that we can make it as accessible as possible. We definitely don't get it right all the time, but we're really trying and we really like to hear from people to know what's working, what's not working and how we can improve um, all the time across all of our services. Glam hacking and cybercrime is a growing concern. Do you have any advice for our listeners how to keep safe online banking? I'm really pleased that you're you're raising this as as a, a topic. It's so important, and it's it's really sad and unfortunate that we do see a lot of people who are tricked into giving giving money away and by scammers. And it's something that we all need to to be more aware of, so that we can protect ourselves, protect our money, and protect ha- our identities. So I think there's probably quite a lot that people can do and to to help sort of understand what are some of the common ways that people try to trick trick you you know and there is a lot of information online so there's things like the take five campaign which is run every year which raise awareness of how you can take five to protect yourself against fraud and scams www.take5 and that's s-i-v-e not the number five and then a dash, stop fraud. I think you should definitely speak to your financial services provider like Nationwide or your bank if you've got any concerns that you may have been fallen victim to a scam or a fraudulent attack so that they can put the right protection and controls on your account, resend, you know, cancel the card and resend a card if need be. So definitely if you're unsure and you're worried that you may have and inadvertently fallen victim, then definitely make sure you contact your bank really quickly. But there's so much information available now online. I would definitely encourage people to read up, see how they can protect themselves if they are using laptops, mobile phones, that sort of thing. Thank you very much. I'm sure a lot of listeners will take them on board. The next question. How does medicine wine communicate to customers? We also have support for people who um, are hard of hearing or deaf who don't use British Sign Language. So mentioning there around the live chat service. So you could, it's like texting within the app or within online banking on the website. So you could send a message if you're not able to use the phone. Within the branch environment, what's really important to us is thinking about supporting our colleagues to understand that people have different accessibility needs. So we have disability and accessibility training, and that's something we're actually reviewing at the moment and improving and investing in. Um, But we also, earlier this year, launched a pilot of something called Speakeasy. And it's the first time we've ever done anything like this. In fact, I think it's the first time any bank has done this and it's a um, a printed tool with images on and icons and short simple sentences that can help somebody who struggles to communicate maybe they need more of easy read communication or maybe their first language isn't english and they can use this tool in the branch to help have a an easier conversation with a colleague 
um, to to understand what they need, and we're looking to, to roll that out in the in the new year. And that's called Speakeasy for people with visual impairments. We offer a range of different formats, um, things like large print, braille, audio, CD, um, and obviously we also have things like access to the information online. Um, so people who can use assistive software and assistive technology can use that technology to look at their details through their app um, accessibly. Um, so it's it's really important to, to do that. But I'd love to know if there's anything that you would like banks or building societies to do more than that, if there's anything, suggestions that you have for us. And what's the best way to give big back to so you can talk to us in a range of different ways so you can go into branch and speak to a colleague if you want to just give a bit of feedback or ask a question you can go to the counter um, or if you want more time then you'd be able to make an appointment and some of our branches have quiet spaces private rooms as i've mentioned we've also got helplines as well so our colleagues are trained to recognize people with accessibility needs and have a conversation about that on the phone you can also use the live chat service that i mentioned through through the app but another thing that we've recently we've recently launched is a way for customers to tell nationwide about their accessibility needs digitally so there's a website called the experience support hub and you can log on to that and tell us what your support needs are, such as I need large print statements or I need you to speak slowly and clearly when communicating with me. And then you can tell which banks you use and they will receive that information. Um, and that's available at the moment. So we're trying to improve the ways that people can tell us about their accessibility needs because I don't think that a lot of people know that we can help and that we want to help and that those services are available so we want to raise more awareness doing things you know like on this podcast to to help promote that people should, should get in touch with us and tell us how we can help and of course to check out any of the information on what nationwide can offer go to www.nationwide.co.uk thank you so much for a great interview Catherine and Thank you both for the opportunity to, to join this podcast and I really hope that we can continue to learn from people with different needs to make banking more accessible for everybody. Thank you, Poppy. Please. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Kathleen. Well, you need to I have them all. They are for people who need specialists or who are easily able to They are different about all their customers. Now, what about is important and telling done. Just some women and the what you pay up in Jeff Lawrence, I'm the marketing manager here at Guildford Spectrum. Kindly invited along to this podcast today. 
So what is Freedom Leisure? So Freedom Leisure is a not-for-profit leisure trust. We've got over 100 different leisure facilities, mostly leisure centers throughout the country. We run these facilities on behalf of sort of local councils. And it's my job to do the marketing for the Guildford contract, which includes Guildford Spectrum, Guildford Lido, and Ash Manor. What and people in your center? What can we do in the centers? So I'm, I'm really lucky here at Guildford Spectrum. We offer lots of different activities. We've got four pools. We've got a leisure pool, diving pool with a five meter, three meter and one meter diving board. We've got a teaching pool. We've got a 25 meter eight lane competition pool. We've also got an Olympic size ice rink where we do everything from ice skating lessons. We host the Guildford Flames uh, ice hockey team. We run ice shows. We've also got a 32 lane bowling alley. We have got three different studios for holistic exercises. We've got a spin studio, an outdoor gym, an indoor gym, an eight Babington sports hall. We've got a running track. We've got a football pitch. We've got squash courts. We've got soft play. We've got a fair bit here. How does being legal make it So we do have, have quite a lot to make sure it's accessible for all individuals. We've got a sort of ramp access into the building. We've got lifts onto different floors because we're spread over three different floors here. So the pools is on level two. So we've got accessible change located throughout the building. We've got sort of a large adult sort of changing table within the pools department. The way the pools are designed, the leisure pool has like a, we call it a beach access. So there's no steps required to walk into it. We've also got some accessible chairs that, you know, if, if you need wheelchair access, these can be wheeled into the pool. The other pools have hoists, so the, these can be loaded. We've also got accessible steps that can be put in if you need a little bit more sort of help entering the pool. The ice rink's quite cool because if you do need wheelchair access, you can, you can be pushed around uh, on the ice. Uh, we've got sort of little grippers that people can wear if they don't feel so confident skating behind a wheelchair. Regards bowling, then we have, again, ramp access down to the lanes, but then we've also got uh, ramps that you can roll the ball down because the balls come in in various different weights and they can be, you know, quite cumbersome. We've got different rates throughout the days because I... Like you can imagine, bowling during the daytime is quite quiet. Lots of people are at school or at work, so we have uh, special rates on there. Carers also go free. We've got group discounts. We've got rates like that. So there is a there is a, a direct number to the bowl, but there's also a, a bowl inquiries email address where you can get in touch with the bowl team. And if it's a one-off booking or a regular booking that you'd like to come in, we do have a couple of regular accessibility groups that, that come bowling, and we just schedule them in we know their names they're coming so they're all set up on the screens everything's done ready for 10 30 you know the start of their session and and they come in and i want to say get the ball rolling but that's a bit cheesy right <laughs> regarding the fitness side we've got accessible equipment within the gym the, there's also a little a little accessibility lift down to the gym floor and within the gym we've got special equipment hand bikes for example that are are designed for for uh limited sort of access really 
Yeah, so we have a whole bunch of fitness classes here that we offer and had a quick chat with our sort of fitness team to find out sort of what, what we do and what we cater for. And it's this a wide range, really. And the sort of the key comes down to is, is having that chat with the sort of fitness instructor at the start to let them know what requirements you have. Um, what exercises you might struggle with, if there's any range of movements that are are a challenge or, you know, volume control and, you know, the, the instructor's there to help you out. And it's, it's something we do for, for all our users. If, if someone comes in with an injury and can't do so much with their shoulders, they can, they can let that instructor know and the instructor will uh, highlight different exercises that they can use. We have sort of different groups that come in, different bodies that come in to sort of do different classes we have on a friday morning a group called friday morning swimmers that come in and help out people within the pool we raise the pool temperature a little bit make it a little bit more like a bath so there's there's lots of different groups and, and ways that we can make our our program and offering more accessible to the whole community yeah any so we have a feedback system that we we use and we we actively encourage all members of the community to to sort of leave feedback and these come through to all our heads of department each area of the building has its own manager as it were and so we get regular feedback about a whole building and we do get feedback about the sort of disability access and, and what we can do within that and it's something we take very seriously because you know the the leisure facility and the fitness that we provide is, is for the whole community and whatever we can do to make it more accessible and and easier to use we do we're currently going through a bit of a, a signage audit and changing that and some of the signs we've got at the moment include braille but i want to to expand on this well yeah. Christmas Christmas is big for us. It's a great time of year for everybody. We've got uh, our leisure pool is unfortunately going to be closed for a couple of a couple of weeks from the 27th of November to Boxing Day. Our changing rooms and leisure pool are being refurbished, but we've got the ice rink. We've got an ice show that kicks off on the 8th the 10th of December. It's Alice in Wonderland on ice. It's it's going to be a fantastic performance. The whole Christmas holidays is is busy for us. Lots of families coming down. Lots of people obviously with time off. Uh, the run up to Christmas is a little bit quiet because people are doing their Christmas shopping. They've got their pantomimes and fates they go to. But then after Boxing Day, everyone's got a little bit crazy with each other, all locked up in the house. Then they come down here and and have lots of fun. So uh, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing all the friends and family around. Thank you for coming in and discussing about the video. And if we have any more, then we will invite you. No worries. Thank you. Uh, it's been a, a pleasure to talk about Guildford Spectrum and, and what we do. Thank you, everyone. For our community, about the accessibility, we thought you find it useful, and we answer some of your questions. If you have any questions, just pop us an email. Merry Christmas from me, Irina, and I've been here from all the things. See you next year. Bye.